now arriving the United Kingdom. Now arriving the United Kingdom. This is program 219 of the Independent Artist Spotlight Show on 98.6 The Mix and Blue Street Radio. program as much as I am bringing it to you. I wasn't sure what intro I wanted to do. Do I do a regular voice intro or do I do one with the intelligent speaker or lack thereof? And I've decided that the best way to do this one is by doing a regular intro. Now today's artist was kind of more of what I'm looking for when I hear of Celtic music. Now I get it. There may be Celtic music that will in theory cross with the genre of folk. And that is definitely the case when you search for Celtic on Bandcamp. There are a lot of folk and singer-songwriters up there. Now that wasn't really what I was looking for when I said that I was looking for Celtic music. I was looking for the fiddles, the banjos, the all types 
of other aspects which could possibly cross into bluegrass but I believe that this is more Celtic in my opinion but those who know Celtic better than I could definitely comment and tell me if this is what Celtic is really supposed to sound like the artist I chose today is Stephen Wake and he teamed up even with a couple of artists to make single tracks that he also put on his Bandcamp page. The discography is $38 at the time I bought it and may change. But there are 16 different items you'll get, including some which are video. Now, I know that doesn't mean a whole lot to those of us who can't see. But, I was checking out these videos after the fact, and they could be very educational. Although, Stephen makes it very clear that he will not teach you how to play the songs or the things that the videos are talking about note for note he will expect you to have knowledge of the guitar but he will do some teaching of patterns and various things based on the songs that the videos are about and he now lives in Scotland in the United Kingdom but he used to live in Orkney, Scotland and his music is rooted in the traditional folk music of the British Isles now, as I said, there are 16 different items that you will be able to download if you buy the full discography. And some could be familiar to you. So, let's quickly... talk about what he has under his name he's got Celtic guitar duets or Celtic guitar duets depending on how one might pronounce it Celtic guitar duets Christmas edition so we get a little bit of Christmas in here this next album is Celtic Guitar Techniques 
tutorial video and they are a bunch of video about various types of guitar technique to get the sound that he plays on his music and instead of going through every single item right here and right now some of them like journey's end tab pdf booklet includes pdf files in the zip of the music or whatever he's trying to teach So, there's plenty to choose from, and not everything that we may play may have a year, especially the videos, because they were once uploaded to YouTube. So, let's go ahead and start at the top with Celtic Guitar Duets whose album has 20 different tracks on it, including Open Fields, which was done by Stephen Wake and Rick as a single while I'm also here the other single features Roxanne Janet and it is a traditional Gaelic melody so we've got a lot to choose from so let's start with our first album, the guitar duets that are not Christmas, and we'll see where things go as the program progresses. You're listening to the Independent Artist Spotlight Show. This is program number 219. I'm Jared Reimer, 98.6 The Mix and Blue Streak Radio.
98.6 The Mix and Blue Streak Radio. I'm Jared Reimer. No, I am not going to do the entire show, at least at this point, voice tracked, as some people would uh, consider them. I uh, do have another playlist ready to go. But I haven't quite figured out if that's the way I really want to go at the moment. So let's just go ahead and uh, see where this goes. That was Open Fields by Stephen Wake from the 2020 album Celtic Guitar Duets or Celtic Guitar Duet if some people want to pronounce it that way. Please let me know how it's actually pronounced so that I may do a better job at this. Is it Celtic or is it Celtic? I think I've heard it both ways. Also, Tiana Maigio, Port Mir Ogisa, and one I thought sounded familiar to me anyway, The Maids of Mitchellstown. Now, as I said, we've got tons of uh, videos uh, as part of the purchase. Uh, There are albums with videos in them, and the videos, I've listened to one or two of them, are actually quite good. That's why I said we'd get a little education, too. Now, the videos are not meant as a teaching course on how to actually play, learning the different chords and so forth, but different types of technique, mainly, on different portions of tracks, and some of the tracks are actually in the albums that we're playing from today. So I thought... Instead of doing the Christmas album next, I've changed my mind and I thought maybe I'll give you a taste of one of the duels. Let's hear Stephen Wake and Roxanne Jennett. With the traditional Gaelic melody. It's a 2021 track. He also teamed up with Rick Sides, as I said before, and we'll play that one. We'll hear that version of Open Fields. I want to know if if it's the same one as we just heard or is it a different one that's a 2020 track and then we're going to take from the mystical land I'll pronounce this Celtic guitar. 
That one has ten tracks, and we'll play a f uh, three from there. And again, you know, when we get to the videos a little bit later on, um, some of them we may have played, or maybe we haven't. The Mystical Land is a 2020 album. So let's hear some duos first. As the show continues on 98.6, The Mix and Blue Streak Radio. <laughs>
98.6 The Mix and Blue Streak Radio. I'm Jared Reimer. Pretty Sarah is the name of that particular track. It comes from the 2020 album The Mystical Landscape. I'm sorry, The Mystical Land Celtic Guitar. The Skyboat song also came from that album. And Three Slip Jigs. That also came from this album. Open Fields by Stephen Wake and Rick Seige. That is a 2020 track. And Traditional Gaelic Melody. By Stephen Wake and... Roxanne Janet. How's everybody doing today? Email iMessage J A R E D R I M E R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp 804-442-6975. Today we're featuring the Celtic genre and Stephen Wake. Now, I got to thinking when I was hearing some of this music that this sounded somewhat familiar to Jeff Wall. Why? Because it is only one guitar playing. And, uh... Let's go ahead, and yes, I know my second playlist deals with the Christmas album, which I was actually going to go in in a specific order, but as I thought about it, I'm like, you know what, I don't want to do the whole thing this way, so I didn't, but that playlist is ready to go, but I think instead... We're going to play you one of I think we're going to play one of the videos and I think we're going to play the Celtic or Celtic Techniques tutorial video. And, uh, what we'll do is we'll play track number one of this video set. Oh, that's only 57 seconds. Well, let's see if we can play another one, too. Let's see. Where, what's going on? Okay, that's... 
All right, that's the one. Okay, that's okay. I see what's going on here. I did look at this at one point, but now I'm confused. Let's see. Maybe this isn't. Let's try. Oh, these are all short ones. Okay, I see what's happening with this. With this one. The techniques are shorter ones. So we'll play several of these techniques. And they're different types, so... I'm not going to play all of them, but there are nine different techniques. One intro and, and one is an MP3 file. So let's take from this album. There's no year on these videos. But check out some of his teaching style. Okay, so that was an example of MIP triplets. Um, MIP just stands for middle index thumb in that order. And um, these are used for playing on every string except for the first string. So I consider these to be the trickiest triplets of all because they include the thumb. And the reason for that is because the thumb is usually busy enough by playing its uh, bass line. So what we have to do here is develop the technique where the thumb plays a bass note and quickly leaps over to another string to play the last note of the triplet. So I'm going to play this uh, triplet slowly first so you can see exactly how it's done. And then we're going to apply it to some exercises. Okay, so for this first exercise, what we're going to do is we're going to alternate the bass string of the thumb so that your thumb can develop the speed that's necessary to play that last note of the triplet. So here we are in dadgad tuning and we're going to put our first finger on the second fret of the third string and we're going to play thumb and middle, then we're going to do the triplet and then we're going to do the same except the thumb plays the fifth string then we're going to do the triplet and then the fourth string, the triplet and then back down so we're going to keep this going the thing here is to start off slow make sure the playing is clean and once you're confident you can increase the speed until you're happy with what you're listening to Ok, 
Okay, so let's now apply this to a musical phrase. I'm going to use Tansy's favorite, which is the second reel of three Irish reels I arranged in Dadgad. So we're just going to focus on the first two bars. I've isolated them here in the tab. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play them slowly and we're going to repeat the loop until we can get it up to speed. Okay, so just to finish off here, I just want to mention two other jigs that I think are great for practicing MIP triplets. These are uh, Sully's jig and Mouse in the Mug. Uh, your thumb really has to do a lot of work to get from playing those bass notes to getting that last note in the triplet. So if you really want to master this technique, then I'd recommend that you take a look at these two jigs that are also available on my Bandcamp page. Okay, so Tapped Hammer-Ons. This is pretty much a name I just gave <laughs> to them because I, I don't really think they have such a name it's basically a hammer on on a string that isn't previously vibrating so this gives a really nice sound to bass notes um, so this first exercise what we're going to do is we're going to practice a bit of coordination between the left and the right hand so we're going to start off with the left hand and we're going to start off on the fifth string on the seventh fret we're going to go seven five three two three five seven okay so we're now going to add in the right hand so after each note you're going to play a small arpeggio with the mip fingers so it's going to be a bit like this Just remember that the tapped notes aren't played with the right hand. That's the most important thing about this exercise because we're developing a bit of strength with your left hand to get those notes to sound as clear as possible without the use of your right hand. Right, so this next exercise is going to include um, some left hand ornamentation with a tapped hammer on. So we're going to start off in the first string and we're going to use the first finger and the third finger for this so what we're going to do is we're going to start off in the second fret you know play that string and then you're going to hammer on to the fourth you're going to pull off to the second pull off to an open string then you're going to hammer on this is a tapped hammer on to the fourth fret of the second string and you're going to play an open string so the entire sequence is like this Okay, you can also alternate between strings, you don't have to stick on the first and second, you can uh, try this on any string really, and this is great for developing uh, speed and ornamentation, and you can also vary the fingers, you don't have to always use first and third, you can use second and fourth, or you can use uh, first and third, you can really just alternate the fingering just to develop the strength of those fingers so that you don't always just stick to uh, two fingers all the time. So.
Okay, so now let's apply these tapped hammer-ons to your phrase of music. So we're going to go back to Tansy's Reel and we're going to extend it by two bars. So we've already seen the MIP triplets in the first two bars. So now we're going to uh, go to the third bar and we're going to do the tapped hammer-ons, which uh, goes like this. <laughs> Okay, so now the whole four bars sound like this. So that was an example of a right hand slap with the thumb. So this technique isn't really that uh, difficult. It's just a nice uh, texture you can sometimes add to your music to make it sound a bit more interesting. So here's a little exercise I developed so that you can practice this technique. Um, and it's just basically the same as what a bass player would do. It's just um, bringing your thumb down over the string to produce a distinctive twangy sound. Other things that appear in the tab glossary are things like slide-ups, um, hammer-ons. I'm assuming that most people already know how to do these, but I'm just going to quickly go over them anyway. Um, every time you see this small uh, line between two notes, it just means you have to slide up with the same finger. So it's just like this, for example. This would be etc. So you just really have to apply that to every time you, you see that small line between two notes. Um, if you see, for example, three notes under the same tie, then that means it's a hammer-on plus two pull-offs. Harmonic notes are usually represented by uh, this symbol harm in italic and what it means is you just have to look for the fret and the string it corresponds to and hover your finger over that fret and play the note. That's going to bring out the harmonic. It doesn't actually um, correspond to the actual note that is sounding so that just might be something that uh, sometimes might confuse some people. So a little bit of teaching there. Those I haven't really previewed. But I thought technique would be kind of cool. And remember, he's doing this for the sighted. This is not necessarily for the blind user. Uh, there are uh, there are techniques, of course, for the blind to use. I'm not familiar with playing guitar. But there are braille music signs and things 
that you would be taught if you want to play guitar. So that was a miscellaneous uh, set of, of uh, things. A right hand slap. I don't know why it's V2. I didn't see a V1 in the list, but that's okay. Tapped hammerons. And MIP triplets. Now I mentioned Jeff Wall. And in this next set, we're actually going to play some, including several from his Hymns album. And then we're going to get into the Christmas album duets and play three tracks out of the entire set that is probably not familiar to most. And we'll get into some other Stephen Wake stuff later. For those who are not familiar, um, I was getting Skype messages about uh, playing things. And yes, we can play them. Uh, the Independent Artist Show and Spotlight can play a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, we want to make sure it's independent. There are different ways to do this. You can ask your favorite device, your search engine, and so forth. You can also check sites like Bandcamp, eMusic, Magnatune, although I have a good lot of Magnatune. Magnatune is a more obscure. Um, CD Baby used to have a whole collection that you could buy directly from, but they closed in 2000, I believe it was 20, 20 or 19. And, um, so, uh, they still distribute to places like Apple Music, but Apple Music, most artists that I've, that I've found through there don't have profiles. Debbie Friedman does, because Debbie's been so renowned through the years, but she's no longer living. Um, but we also have, um other artists but most that I've seen don't have profiles which would help determine if they're independent so go ahead and compare what you have heard so far to a little bit of Jeff Wall who is based out of Colorado in the United States and for those who are on Blue Streak and you want more a more detailed uh, spotlight on Jeff, please let me know by sending me an email or an iMessage at J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. You may text or WhatsApp me at 804-442-6975 and uh, let me know too. From the 2006 album, 12 String, here's Jeff Wall with 
Street Party.
Two songs for the price of one. Yes. You heard me correctly with that one, but here comes one that probably nobody has heard. This comes from the Meditative Guitar album. Here is Alone.
Are you interested in contacting Jared Reimer, the owner of any of the two shows on the weekend? Well, you can, because there are several ways to do that. You may email or iMessage J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986thevix.com. Again, email and iMessage J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. If you don't have iMessage, that's okay. You don't feel like sending an email, that's fine too. You may send a text message. The number is 804-442-6975. Again, 804-442-6975. Don't feel like texting, but want to send a voice message? You may do so through WhatsApp. That number is the same as the text messaging number, which is 804-442-6975. I hope that you guys will feel free to use whatever contact information you wish to utilize to contact me, Jared Reimer, at any time. And remember, you can find this contact information at 986themix.com slash DJ Contact. I'm Jared Reimer. Thanks so much for listening. And make it a great day. interesting because it's got a little bit of everything what am I talking about you'll notice some Christmas songs that are the same and then you'll notice some stuff that's probably never been played when I Played some of the tracks, not in full, mind you, on Livewire through the Bandcamp app. Some of them were recognizable. Some of them were not. This is a 17-track album. Including familiar songs like Bring a Torch Jeanette, The Wexford Carol, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, either with or without the comma, Odd Lang Sign, 
they called this the first Noel, but it's N-O-W-E-L-L. Could have been a possible spelling mistake unless it's spelled differently in different parts of the world. I don't want to say it's misspelled on purpose. You also get It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. But you may not know about a little known track called A Christmas Lullaby. So I thought what I would do for this next set is take those that are not familiar and play those. This is an album called Celtic Guitars or Celtic Guitars depending on how you pronounce it. I'm not going to say which one's correct. Some are probably going to correct me and say just say Celtic. So if that's how it is then it's Celtic Guitars Duets. So Celtic Guitar Duets Christmas Edition. It is a 2020 release. I'm Jared Reimer, 98.6 The Mix, and Blue Streak Radio. Christmas pipes.
folks. Jezebel Carroll from the 2020 album Celtic Guitar Duets Christmas Edition, also from that album. A Christmas Lullaby and Christmas Pipes. Alone by Jeff Wall from the 2006 album Meditative Guitar. Swing Low Sweet Chariot slash Nickel Row the Board of Shore. From the Hymns album, it's a 2019 album. Probably a hymn maybe some people may not have heard of. From that album, Abide With Me. And Street Party. From the 2006 album, 12 Strings. Folks, uh, we've got some albums that include PDF tablatures of the music he's provided. And I'm talking about Stephen Wake. And there's an MP3 and an MP4, so we'll play the MP3, <coughs> the MP4, is a, uh, includes the tab, so we'll play the MP3. It's a 2019 track. And what really caught my attention, I saw this album on Bandcamp when in the Celtic category. It's called the Celticist or the Celticist. This is an 11 track album, and so we'll play several tracks from it. Maybe we'll play and maybe we'll play later on um, another video. play four out of the 11 from that album and that is a 2018 album so here is wild mountain time as we get into some more tunes 
Email iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986thenix.com. Text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. Would like to say hello to DJ Aaron, who has a show on Server 2. Aaron's audio books and more here on 98.6 The Mix. He was asking a little more. He was the one that was asking more about independence and uh, all of that good stuff. Independent music. So hopefully you're enjoying the show, Aaron. And uh, if you've got me on Skype and you want to say, hey, you can do that. For those who want it, their username is Jared, J-A-R-E-D, the letter R, and the number 80. Let's play some tunes on 98.6 The Mix and Blue Street Radio. I told it to move on to the next song.
98.6 The Mix and Blue Streak Radio. The Summer Before the War by Stephen Wake. That is The Self Desist. It's a 2018 album you also heard. Scotland the Brave Loch Ness Ganane. I thought the beginning of this one sounded a little familiar to me. Jig out on the ocean. And a trio off to California. The fair-haired boy and the blarmy pilgrim. And then Wild Mountain Time. It's a 2019 album. Well, coming up in our next set, and yes, we are continuing with our featured artist with Stephen Wake and... It's just D-A-D-G-A-D. It's a 2020 album. And we'll play three out of uh, the, uh, I believe that one is nine tracks. Then we're going to have a video. A tutorial of Return to Kintail. And then I thought it would be kind of cool to play the one that is the longest tutorial here. Scottish March and Jigs. He actually teaches three different things here. And then after that, we get into some more tunes with Scottish Locks. It's a 2018 album. And we'll play several from it. And then you'll hear the other two tracks. Uh, Celtic finger style guitar and Scottish March and two jigs. Now, I'm not sure if the finger style is going to have any talking in there, but I thought it would be kind of cool to play. Um, I believe that the one tutorial is going to play all of them, but if you want to hear them separately, it'll be in this next set. I kind of like this artist, to be honest with you, and uh, if you look at my... 
wish list over on Bandcamp at bandcamp.com slash Jared Reimer slash wish list. I've got other artists, including one that has a 413 track album. And I was looking at the price and I'm like, $56 for this one album minimum. And it reminds me that for those who are not familiar with Bandcamp or how CD Baby worked, the artist sets the price. And granted, you're getting 400 plus tracks. One of the reviews said I removed 200 plus of them because they weren't dark or, or something like that. I forget exactly what it said. And I'm like, if, I, if you're going to buy the album, play what you want or play the whole thing. You don't need to tell the entire world that you deleted pretty much half of the tracks and this album is a 2014 discography album I forget the artist offhand and I will try and get some other items from them as I think I want to feature some Celtic music for a while that could include folk I get that because folk and Celtic could go hand in hand I found a very interesting <coughs> Tennessee artist who released a very interesting Christmas album. And I found it in the same area. It's you know in the in the Celtic folk area of Bandcamp. I may have to feature this. Um, the track title for those who want to know I don't remember if it's exactly the title but uh, if I remember correctly the title of this track is something like Merry Christmas Asshole and I was listening to this track and I was like this has got to be good right and it tells the story of everything that goes wrong. It's like, I was like, holy crap. It's a 2020 single track. You never know where this show's going to go and what we're going to find. And for those on Blue Streak Radio, if you really want to get on the independent side, I would suggest getting on the dual feed and start downloading a lot of the uh, shows. Although, to be fair, I don't have the entire thing up there, and it's a lot to listen to. So if you want an artist that I mention, repeat it again. I don't mind doing that. I think I did General Fuzz a couple of times and all of that. Do let me know. Email iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com, and... Uh, I see a four on Blue Streak and three on the mix, and I hope that each and every one of you are enjoying the tunes. It's a little something different for me. I'm not too familiar with the Celtic scene, although I've heard some music through the years, and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to find some tunes 
on the independent side. So that's what we've done. And Stephen Wake is our featured artist. And we've got plenty more still to go. Derek Farm Hair or the Golden Hair. Or her Golden Hair, excuse me. From the 2020 album. Just D-A-D-G-A-D starts this next set off. I'm Jared Reimer, 98.6 The Mix and Blue Street Radio.
Okay, so let's start off with the first tune, which is called Return to Contail. This is a traditional Scottish waltz in 3-4 timing. We are in Orkney tuning, which is C, G, D, G, C, D. We have a capo in the third fret. And um, I think uh, out of the three tunes that we're going to be learning today, this is technically the easiest tune. Um but it's probably the most challenging tune as far as, for example, uh, phrasing and dynamics go. So so we have quite a lot to see in just this uh, small uh, waltz. So I'm just going to isolate the first 16 bars so that you can hear exactly uh, the main voice that you have to bring out in this tune. Okay, so one thing I think, and I always uh, tell my students this, is that if you ever want to really um, understand, for example, what voicing is and um, uh, you know how to to phrase music, you, you should always learn to read the notation of the music because the notation tells you a lot more about the music than the tab does. The tab just tells you where your fingers go. But for example, if you look at the first two systems, you can see that the notes that are pointing up are the ones that are telling you which the melody is. And the ones that are pointing down are really uh, just kind of voices in a way. You know, you have your, your bass line, you have your inner uh, harmonic line. So um, it's always good to, to try to learn the notation. It's going to tell you a lot more about the piece than just a tab. Okay, so let's just look at the dynamics of these first 16 bars. Okay, the most important thing when you're going to, say for example, perform a piece to somebody is the first, I'd say, two bars of that song. You have to get that right because that is your opener for your public. So your goal is really just to Try to grasp the attention of your public by just playing those two bars. That by itself just sounds uh, mysterious because it's not major or it's not minor. It's just, you know, hanging there in the air. Try to vibrate them a bit. Try to make it sound a bit more appealing to the public. Okay, so I'd start off very softly, mysteriously. Increase the volume a bit here, and go back down a bit, I come up in dynamics, then I start off softly again. This is the climax of this phrase, and then the rest of this phrase I would gradually reduce the volume and the speed. Okay, okay so you see it makes a big difference how you stretch these notes, how you make some notes sound a bit louder than others. It's quite a hard thing to do at first. It's not something you're going to learn overnight, but 
if you manage to play all of your uh, ballads and your and your uh, Scottish love songs and your waltzes in this way, you're going to have a lot of people coming to listen to you. So always have that in mind. Fall in love with a piece of music and then express it the way you just need to express. Okay, so now let's take a look at bars 17 to 32. This is really the same... Uh, melody as we just saw in uh, in the first uh, 17 bars but this time it's beginning to be a bit denser harmonically and also rhythmically when you look at a phrase of music you always want to try to identify for example um, which is the climax of that phrase which is the which is your going point and which is the part you're coming home so for me, the climax in this phrase are bars 24 to 28, where it goes. What comes after that? Is you really coming back to where you started. So when you start off with this phrase, you start off softly. So try to keep um, in your mind, say for example you're trying to tell a story to somebody and you want that person to understand the journey you're making but without saying a single word. So the way you do that is by stretching notes, you make your your melody sound more expressive, ad vibrato, accrescendos, decrescendos, these things really help your melody stand out. Okay, so now let's take a look at the bars 33 to 48. I think the interesting thing about this part is that there are some inner voices that you might confuse with melody. So, um, for example, if I play uh, this part, you might confuse this small scale as being part of the melody. This is an inner voice, and... What the inner voice is doing is it's just filling in some of the spaces that the melody is leaving. So when you're playing this part, for example, you play... You want these notes to be a bit louder. The same goes for this part. The phrasing is also really important in this part. You want to stretch those notes, start off slowly, get a bit faster, um, increase the volume to the climax of the phrase, and then you come back home, for example, here. And then this very last part, I like to play it as soft as possible because we're creating a climax to what's coming, which is a, a jig. Alright 
I'm just checking out how it's sounding, which is why now you're hearing it in the background. But what I thought I'd do now is play the longest one of his teachings. And uh, again, this is not meant to teach you how to play the tunes uh, verbatim, but uh, he, I think he does a good job with this one. This is why I thought it would be a good idea to change it up a little bit as I was getting this created. It was like, you know, let's change this up. Let's do a little rearranging and not do it all live. Uh, 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 all taped. Anyway, we're going to do uh, the majority of it live. So here we go with the 17 minute one. A Scottish jig. Uh, let's see, what is this? Scottish, Scottish marching jigs tutorial. Hey folks, this is Stephen Wake, Celtic and classical guitarist. Today I'll be teaching you a medley of three tunes, which is a march and two jigs. This is a transcription I made from a band called Wolfstone, which were a popular rock band in Scotland in the 90s. On a difficulty level from 1 to 10, I would say this is about a 7. Uh, we're going to be looking at things like uh, right hand triplets, left hand ornamentation, how to imitate the sound of the bagpipes on the acoustic guitar, etc. As always, I've included a PDF file with the tab and score, a studio recording, and also a full performance video which you can use for reference to the fingering and technique. And so, I'm not going to explain note by note how to play these three tunes. It's not really that type of tutorial video. It's more based on the most difficult parts of each tune and the techniques I use so that um, perhaps someday you can apply these same techniques to your own playing and make your own arrangements of Celtic guitar music. So that would be my overall goal for this tutorial video. So let's get started. You might have noticed that I'm using a fake nail on my right thumb. That's because I broke my nail yesterday when I was doing some gardening and I had no other option but to glue on this fake nail, which feels a bit uncomfortable, but it sounds pretty much the same once you get it filed down and in shape. So hopefully I won't be using it for too long. Okay, so we're tuned to Orkney tuning, which is C, G, D, G, C, D. I'm using a capo on the third fret. We're playing in the key of C major, but we are listening to ourselves in the key of E flat. So this is the key that the bagpipes would play this music in. So it's important to note that we're not changing the key of the music, which is always a good thing when you're doing arrangements of traditional music. So I'm just going to quickly start off by explaining a bit about the right hand technique. I've had a lot of questions about why I use this position, which is uh, resting the palm of my right hand on the bridge when I play jigs and reels. Well, that's an interesting story because I've been playing guitar for about 20 years now. And when I used to make recordings of myself, especially reels and jigs, I used to play with the right hand in the classical position. 
So when I listened to myself, I just didn't really like the way it sounded. It just sounded too classical. The the triplet sounded like a sort of tremolo techniques you would use in flamenco guitar so that wasn't the type of sound that i was looking for and then i came across a guitarist called tony mcmanus and i noticed that he always plays his music with his right hand rested over the bridge and when i heard him playing jigs and reels i thought that's exactly the sound i want to get when i'm playing this sort of music so i decided to give it a shot and I started to play with my right hand like this and I began to notice a big difference in my playing. First of all, I noticed that I lost a bit of tone and volume in the, in the sound, but it sounded a lot more consistent and it sounded a lot more balanced, which is exactly what I was looking for. And the triplet sounded a lot nicer as well. I'm not saying that you have to play like this. If you do want to adopt this position, then that's great. It might be a bit hard at first, but um, it's something that is worth looking into. Okay, so let's take a look at the first tune, which is called The Battle of the Somme. This is in 9-8 timing, so it's a bit like a slip jig, but we just play it a bit slower. It was composed by William Laurie, who was a famous bagpipe player, and he actually fought in the Battle of the Somme himself, which is an interesting fact. Okay, as always, what we want to do when we're playing any any uh, arrangement is you want to separate the melody from the rest. So I'm just going to quickly play the melody here so that you can hear the melody separated from the rest of the voices. notice that this arrangement has a lot of ornamentation it's got a lot of grace notes which are very quick uh, pull-offs and hammer-ons like this so this is a technique that uh, you might have to practice quite a bit it's used a lot in highland bagpipes which is the reason why we have to get this technique sounding so so perfect so what you do is you just do a quick pull-off like this or a quick hammer-on like this and in the right hand, um, what we're doing is we're doing triplets. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, I was doing my triplets like this, like a, like a tremolo style of triplet. And I think you'll notice if I do it in this position, you can't actually hear exactly the three notes. The first two notes sound almost very percussive, which is the type of sound you want to get when you're doing triplets. You could just practice this technique over and over again. And you can do it with uh, the PMI technique as well, which is a thumb, middle, index. That's for the rest of the strings. Okay. And the first string is always AMI, like this. Okay, so the tricky thing about these triplets, I think, is that uh, you have to quickly 
change the finger in the left hand for the last note. This is quite hard to do, and it's something you're gonna have to practice uh, for quite a long time to get it right. So what you do is you is you, is you change the notes of the of the last note of the triplet, like this. Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna play uh, the first part of this tune slowly so you can see how I use the hammer-ons and, and pull-offs in my left hand. Okay, so... The tricky thing about this arrangement, and I think, I think uh, about really any march, is the hammer-ons. Your left hand has to be quite strong to be able to do this, especially if you have to do it with your winky. Okay, and here's the triplet. This is the part where you have to do the two notes um, with your index, and then and then add your winky finger. So that's that part. The next part sounds particularly Highland bagpipe because it's it's full of um, grace notes. So if I play this part here, okay. So this chord, you see, I rake this chord. It sounds a lot nicer sometimes when you spread out the chords and not just pluck them all at the same time. It's a technique I use a lot in uh, Celtic ballads as well. But you can use it in marches, you can use it in hornpipes. What I'm doing in my left hand is I'm doing a half bar with the index finger with this chord. This is a really useful technique, um, especially in open tunings, because you can get some really nice, nice sounding chords like this one. Um, so what you do is you you bend your index finger and you half bar the sixth, fifth, and fourth string, and you let the other ones ring. So this is a technique which might feel a bit uncomfortable, but I think I use it in almost every arrangement I do in this tuning so it's a really useful position to to practice okay now so so we're now going to move on to the first jig okay so um Another advantage to playing with your right hand against the bridge is that you can mute the bass strings. This is a great technique. In this arrangement, uh, basically the whole bass line is always muted, like a like a chugging bass. Another thing to take into account here is that uh, when you're playing fast music, like um, jigs and reels, you have to make sure your fingering is very comfortable because if you're not happy with the fingering, then your fingering is going to slow you down when you're playing fast. 
So you have to make sure that your fingering is uh, fluent. So that's why we mix up these notes with uh, hammer-ons and pull-offs, because your right hand really only has a speed to play at. And if you're plucking every note with your right hand, that's going to limit your speed. So the hammer-ons and pull-offs, what they do is they help you build your speed without really having to, uh, to complicate the right hand too much. Okay, so I'm just going to play this first jig slowly so you can see the fingering I use um, for, for playing it fast. Okay, so you probably noticed I'm mixing up the notes. Um, when I've got, for example, three consecutive notes, I don't play them all with the right hand. I play one, for example, here. I hammer on the other one, and then I play it again. You see? This is what makes it sound a bit more fluent when, uh, when you're playing jigs. Okay, so in this part, I decided to use the thumb um, on the sixth string, which is a technique I don't use that much, but in this arrangement, it just worked out perfectly because um, I found it a lot easier to do the, the pull-offs with the thumb on the sixth string. I try not to do this position too much because it brings your left hand slightly out of position when you want to do some more technical stuff. In this case, I think it's perfectly acceptable to do it with, uh, with your thumb. Okay, in uh, this part, there's a slight change in the bass note. So uh, you just have to use your, your fingering like this. And then uh, we go back to the original bass note, which is a C. Okay, that's great. So now, moving on to the last jig. This jig just fits perfectly in the key of G in Orkney tuning. I start off by just playing the melody by itself. The bass has a rest for the first four or five bars. And then it comes back to its uh, chugging pedal line. These jigs are quite similar, I think, uh, which is why it makes such a good combination when you play them together. So again, what I'm doing is I'm mixing up the hammer-ons and pull-offs. I'm not playing each note individually with the right hand because, again, this is going to slow down your playing. Okay, so in this part, I've come back to the muted bass line. Okay. 
Okay, so what I'm doing here is I'm mixing up the fingering again. I'm hammering on some notes and I'm pulling off others so that it helps the speed which I'm playing the, the jig at. For example, if I play it like this, as opposed to this, clearly hear that one sounds more fluent than the other. So from here on, I think uh, the arrangement is just pretty much the same. Uh, we're just beginning to repeat some parts um, a bit louder than the others. I, th I think the the general uh, dynamics of this jig is that it ends pretty much with a bang. <laughs> so you want to try to keep the the dynamics always uh, increasing uh, with intensity while you keep playing. Um, so the very last part of the jig is the first melody, but what we're doing is with the thumb, I'm now doing downstrokes so that I play not only the G string, but the D string. It gives it a bit more intensity at the end, so... Okay, so I think that's about it for this tutorial video. If you have any questions, then please let me know at stephenewake at gmail.com. I'll be very happy to answer them. And uh, if you feel that I've left anything out that you think is important in this video, then also please let me know and I'll, I'll keep it in mind for the next video I make. So hopefully I'll be back in about a month with another tutorial video and I uh, hope to see you guys soon. Cheers.
so let's take a look at the first tune, which is called The Battle of the Somme. This is in 9-8 timing, so it's a bit like a slip jig, but we just play it a bit slow. Alright, uh, not sure why it was going to go into a... Uh, an explanation of things, but it's that's the end of it. So, Celtic finger style. I'm gonna have to see if I could uh, re-download that one. That's uh, that seems a little weird that it uh, barely plays four minutes of the thing. Oh well, um, but he did play tunes and then he was going to go into an ordeal. Not exactly sure what happened there, but that's okay. Scottish March in Two Jigs, that's the uh, first track of that particular album. And... Um, That was the 17-minute piece you heard earlier. Scottish Locks, Loch Ness, the 2018 album. Scottish Locks, Tab, PDF Booklet. Lock Catrine. Lock Bora. For the 2018 album of the uh, Scottish Locks, Scottish March and Jigs tutorial, Return to Kintail for the Return to Kintail uh, tutorial. And video. The Sleeping Tune for the 2020 album, just D A D G A D or Dadget is what Jaws is saying. All right. The Bianzano Ganane. The High Drive from that. Uh, uh, just D-A-D-G-A-D and her golden hair well let's tie let's uh, uh, well I could play some more Steven there's still some albums that we haven't played but enough of that here's Francois or no Fiddle Wom Duddle we'll play a few from Fiddle Wom Doddle, which also features Steve Yulberg as a fiddle champion. You know him if you've heard him on our programs. We did a spotlight on him playing. 
that he was actually a champion. Francois Couture, there was one track I wanted to play from him that sounded similar to what we were hearing today, but I don't think I'm going to find it now. But we'll play a couple from him. He's also in Canada. We'll play some Harlan Williams. And Touching Grace, which is one of Jay Kisher's. Uh, well, music. He actually has everything under Jay Kisher now, where Jay Kisher and Touching Grace were two different sets of albums. So let's play some more tunes. Email and iMessage J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R at 986themix.com. Text or WhatsApp 804-442-695. This is 98.6 The Mix of Blue Streak Radio. Again, text or WhatsApp 804-442-6975. I heard it sort of clip a little bit, and I want to make sure that everybody hears clearly. So, uh, let's continue with some more tunes.
Well, if that didn't flip your jig with Ragtime Annie, which is similar to how Stephen Wake played, even though it's the fiddle instead of the guitar, I actually found a track from his album. It's a 2012 album, Old School, Old Time, which is the only album that Fiddle Wamdal has on Magnitude. Here is... Higgity Jig.
98.6 The Mix, KKMX International, and we're headed toward our last set of tunes. Jupiter Sweets by Touching Grace, a project of Jay Kisher from the 2004 album <coughs> Panacea. The 70th Seven by Hardin Williams from the 2010 album The Glass Desert. Beneath the Iron Heel of Pagan Rome from the 2010 album The Glass Desert, also by Harlan Williams. Le Bal du Ladovica by Francois Couture from the 2013 album Ludovica Prelude 4 from the 2013 album Dal by Francois Couture and from the 2012 album Old School Old Time you heard Boilum Cabbage Fisher's Hornpipe Higgity Jig and Ragtime Annie To end the program today uh, Sacer featuring Rafael Benizri from the 2015 album A.K.A. Pelon Friends. I Know Who Holds Tomorrow by A Couple Ridge from the 2021 album Whatever Is a Good Report. Naked Ladies in the Roses by Alyssa Feynman from the 1988 album Cup of Kindness. And Even Holland's and Peter Hollins. The 2016 single of them doing the classic track by Josh Groban of The Prayer. I will continue the Celtic party hopefully next week. I've been I have I know somebody's coming in from out of town, but I'm not ready to commit to uh, going out with them just because I've got a busy week and I don't know how I'm going to feel. I will probably know more by Friday on how I'm going to feel. And either I'm going to go Saturday or Sunday or not. Probably not. I just have this hunch that that's how I'm going to feel, but I don't know. I don't want to commit to something that then I'm going to say I don't feel like it. I'm tired, whatever. So As far as I know, I will be here, and if something changes, the network will find out, and Blue Streak is then able to play something if they would like. I've given them some archives, but I'm not making it official 
until at least Friday. So I'll work on my show, and if it turns out that I want to do something, then I'll go ahead and do it and miss one show. But we'll see over time. I will catch everybody later. Thanks so much for listening. Please feel free to contact me at any time. Let me know what you think about the show. What you might like, want to hear, if you've perused Bandcamp, what have you. Send me some links to things you found of value. Let me hear what you like. I will catch everybody later. The top of the hour on 98.6 The Mix is going to be Scotty's Record Shop on the main server. So long, everybody. Life is like an elaborate French wedding. What? You don't speak French? Ah, then you might have no idea what this song is talking about.
Cecile. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine. Or its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry o'er the future. For I know what Jesus said. And today I'll walk beside him. For he knows what is ahead. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand. But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. I don't know about tomorrow. It may bring me poverty. But the one who feeds a sparrow is the one who stands by me. And the path that is my portion may be through the flame or flood, but his presence goes before me. And I'm covered with his blood. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand. But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. Many Tomorrow, I don't seem to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand.
it's easy and it's all I have to know it's in a song about the naked lady Eternity. 
Please make sure you have your seatbelts fastened and your belongings stored. We are about to take off. Thank you for flying with us, and we hope that you enjoy the flight.